You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. You don't know about the, the other side of the pyramid? The fifth side? It's called the floor, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure he realizes there is a fifth side of the pyramid. And I believe none of them, which makes me an expert. Hello, everyone. This is Chris with Quinn uh, for the Cryptic Conspiracy Cult. We got a good one for you. Uh, the JFK Conspiracy. Not that he's not real, but the how he died. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been a figment of everybody's imagination. He ain't real, man. Them Kennedys ain't real. They're not, not real. real. They're, They're not, not sympathizers, and they ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they can't drive either. <laughs> God, I can't drive for shit. <laughs> Can't fly for shit, can't drive for shit. And for some reason can't navigate their way out of a hotel kitchen. One may have liked women a little too much and they <laughs> zonked her fucking brain out. <laughs> That's just a rumor. Yeah, right. But we'll be talking about the assassination of JFK. Uh, on November 22nd, 1963, the murder Lee Harvey Oswald uh, was murdered by Jack Ruby of a, a number of conspiracies. Uh on this date, uh, John F. Kennedy, his wife, Jackie Onassis Kennedy, uh, were riding with Governor Colony and his wife. Uh, three shots rang out within a series of six seconds based on witness, eyewitness testimony. Never reliable. And at that moment, John F. Kennedy was struck and was taken to Parkland Hospital where he was pronounced dead on the scene. Um, to this day, this conspiracy contains the Mafia, the Vice President Lyndon Johnson, Fidel Castro, the KGB. Hell, even the investigation of the Warren Commission was involved. <laughs> this has spawned a, a lot of music. Uh, uh, I, I joked with a buddy of mine, if Jano Kennedy hadn't died, punk music wouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, how the how everything was spawned from uh, the continuation of Vietnam with the Stooges. And, like, yeah. the, you know, like a, lot of the, a lot of things don't get created if Vietnam stops because JFK had... Woodstock wouldn't even have been a thing if yeah. uh, Vietnam stopped. Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, because yeah, like, JFK wanted to pull out his spoon. You know, the one time he wanted to pull out, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> One time he didn't want it to be involved in an extra yeah. affair. Unlike his brother who couldn't pull out for shit. <laughs> oh, Robert Kennedy had like 30 fucking kids. Are you shitting me? Yeah, you didn't know that. Robert Kennedy no. had like a shit ton of kids. I mean, I knew he fucked around as bad as JFK did, but damn. Oh, they're damn. sex acts. <laughs> oh my they're god. rampant sex acts. Oh my god. Come to my house, the fish stop swimming. <laughs> yeah, but like Robert Kennedy, you know, it, it just fucking ate up with that shit. Loved, loved. <laughs> Loved fucking. <laughs> There's two things he was good at. Government and fucking. <laughs> and taking a bullet to the stomach. <laughs> what a man. But no, Robert Kennedy, man, had a shit ton of kids. Um, and he only had one wife, so... Where did all these kids come from? He had 11 kids. God damn, big he was, ass. He was an Irish Catholic. Yeah, I was about to say, it's an Irish Catholic family. Yeah. John, John was a little busy. <laughs> John had to be president. Could be fucking around all the time like his brother. <laughs> I gotta go home now, Rob. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> this goddamn Texans are gonna kill me. <laughs> Where were you? 
so going into this, so the standard story that we're fed. The, the, the history of the JFK. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone in the book's depository building. Uh, he fired off three shots at 250 feet at a moving target uh, and struck the president three times. Also striking uh, the magic bullet of Governor Colony through the back of his, through his back to his wrist. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was captured uh, not long after after killing a police officer in movie theaters. <laughs> and then he was killed in, uh, a few days later by Jack Ruby in the weirdest fucking purple you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Just shot like like he was almost being presented like an open target, like an invitation. Like, go ahead, just take your best shot at this guy. Like, they didn't even try to stop him originally. As soon yeah. as he pulled the gun, they waited a sec. Now, some back history on Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, he did have a troubled... Uh, Troubled childhood. He was the uh, one of uh, many brothers to a single mother who was kind of batshit insane. Yeah. Um, he ended up joining the Marines. Uh, believed in communism, or he so he said. Most likely, he was just being a dick, <laughs> defiant, defiant, just a troll kind of like we have nowadays. It's like, oh no, I'm a socialist. Blah blah. blah. Like, Shut the fuck. And up. I'm gonna go move to Cuba. And, and you're gonna, there and you're gonna join years. the fucking Marines in the fucking fifties. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> You think we can't tell? <laughs> Not long after joining the Marines, uh, he was uh, discharged. Uh, he ended up moving to Russia to try to become a uh, citizen. Um, he struggled in Russia. His uh, Russian wasn't as good as he thought. Uh, the KGB cared nothing for him. That's oddly, 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 <laughs> and uh, dipped him. You know, kicked him out of fucking Russia. Basically, he came back to the United States with a wife and tow, a uh, baby, um, and then lived in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Up until November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. Uh, during this time, he did take a pop shot at a politician, a right winger, uh, at his home. Um, he missed. Uh, oddly enough, uh, more of just bad luck. And one of the conspiracies is uh, in the stupidest movie with Kevin Costner, JFK. Oh, as a historical standpoint, no homosexuals did not kill JFK. But, <laughs> but. The movie is pretty good at depicting how stupid these motherfuckers are, uh, especially Kevin Costner's character, who is just a vehement racist. Yeah, and in real life, that they kind of like don't show. Hey, I just like Joe Pesci's character in that whole movie. He's oh, got the eyebrows! Draw, you're drawing on eyebrows that are smudged. You got the fuzzy face. <laughs> He looks like a troll doll. I was like watching this, like, did he just get back from a drag race, or is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Or that was another. That's another part of it. What the homosexuals had JFK killed. That oh, was a Christ. whole another, whole another conspiracy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, one of the conspiracies uh, that was brought up by JF in the JFK movie by the uh, lead attorney was Lee Harvey Oswald was a poor shot, and it's like, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was a standard Marine rifleman. He knew how to fucking hit a target. He knew how to operate a firearm. That, yeah. that, that was, that's the biggest fucking bullshit lie ever told of like the public platform of court is that Lee Harvey oh, Oswald yeah. didn't know how to shoot a gun. Bullshit. He, did, he, he, had, he knew how to shoot it, and we trained him to shoot it. <laughs> to quote Arlie Ermey. <laughs> he was a Marine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, him and Charles Stockweather. Uh, yeah. Charles Stockweather. Charles Whitman. Charles Whitman, that's right, that's right. Stark would have killed people with a fucking knife and That's nurses, right, that's nurses. right. Yep, yep, yep. That'll be a whole other story. The conspiracy of Starkweather. Oh, my God. There's a conspiracy behind him? Oh, yeah, that he had a, a, a second and third accomplice. Both oh, women. Oh, that's right, yeah. 
I, I forgot about they the kinda shit. Mi- they kind of like shoehorn that into the movie Frighteners with Jay- yes, Michael J. Yes, they do with uh, Michael J. Fox. Because even uh, Jake Busey's character mentions it because he killed two two more people than Starkweather. And he's like, fucking, hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael J. Fox is like, you're fucking insane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're just realizing that now? It's yeah. Gary Busey's son. It's Jake Busey. <laughs> Great actor. He was in the new Predator movie. Not Prey, but the new, newer Predator movie. He played the son of his dad. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, leading up to this, uh, what do you know much about what was leading up to this? Much uh, from the time he was elected to the time he was killed. Well, a lot of it uh, stems from like the Bay of Pigs invasion. Uh, mm. I know he had a really big hand in that, and after that blunder, they he, he kind of realized that, that the domino effect that was being talked about but wasn't openly expressed, like Johnson had expressed when he got into the presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that issue of communism befalling the rest of the world because you had a uh, Caribbean nation that completely fell to communism. Mm. In addition to that, behind the scenes, the mob was also aiding in his uh, political rise to the seat of presidency along with his brother, and they weren't too keen on the fact that his brother was turning around and trying to break up organized crime in Chicago and New York and as well as Boston. Mm. Um, so stemming from that, then you had the issues going on in Vietnam which at this time we weren't really sending troops yet we were more so sending advisors with occasional special forces guys here and there just to kind of train the arvin unit south vietnamese army to kind of uh, fight the communists we didn't want to get directly involved and then once we started seeming like we needed to put more uh, boots on the ground that's when jfk was voicing his disdain Mm. saying he wanted to pull guys out didn't want to put any men into that situation because at this time it's only what not even 10 years since korea yeah. Because, like, Korea ended in 1954, was it? It's 1954, yes. 1955. Mm. But it was only, like, nine, ten years following yeah. that. So, you know, I don't think a lot of people were really too coy about him going, yeah, we're not going to go there because we just had a war not even a decade ago. Yeah. And it's like, no, fuck that. We're, we're not letting this happen. Mm. So, going into that, the, the communist part, um, a lot of trepidation from JFK was actually from the leader of Vietnam at the time. Uh North Vietnam had already failed to communism. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of French assets were there. Uh, French soldiers were pulling out, going down south to Saigon. Uh, and what really ramps this up is the the leader of South Vietnam had become an extremist. Yeah. Uh, but he was backed by the United States. Even JFK had said, look, this guy's really bad, not only for South Vietnam, but bad for us. Um, he's backed by us, but it doesn't make us look good. He was also a, a vehement war criminal. Him and his wife, they were basically organized crime figures. Like, mm-hmm. that's really what it was. It was a kleptocracy in uh, yeah. South Vietnam. And he had started pushing uh, not only a, a, a Christian ramification for. South Vietnam, but also anti-Buddhist, which was a huge Buddhist community. Yeah, um, and he was assassinated. No <laughs> shit during the JFK <laughs> administration, <laughs> and they became a vacuum, power vacuum, not only with the R band units, but uh, also who's leading the group. You know, who's leading the fight because there's still communists coming down the mountain. Yeah, you know, uh, and even around this time, you still had Cambodia, Laos, who are still fighting with not only the North Vietnamese, but also against the South Vietnamese as well. Yep. So you had like a three-pong war at the border, but you also had a whole nation split in half. Um, now, the fall of Korea is the same kind of situation, North and South Korea. The only difference is 
in North Korea, their leader, um, Kim Il-sun, uh, was treated like a god. Yes. So uh, Ho Chi Minh, however, the leader of the North Vietnamese, was not. He was a man. They did not see him as a god, but they do see him as a the General Grant, Robert E. Lee kind of. He was kind of like a, a Lenin, uh, a Vietnamese yeah. version of Lenin. He was yeah. for the, the working man, the peasant, the one that yeah. the lower class. Which is very odd considering this is a... Uh, not a manufacturing uh, country. This is a. No. This is a, basically a rice paddy. It's all agrarian. It's yeah, an agrarian it's a, society. It's all agriculture. There was no big, like sewing. Like it wasn't like uh, Cuba or Haiti yeah. is now, where it's just like sewing shops and sewing fires. There, I can see uh, right to the beach. Like, <laughs> it's not like that. Um, and it's kind of weird how you see what happens to some of these communist countries that ended up falling. Uh, China. After World War Two, yeah, uh, getting a big influence on the working man, but not only that, a interracial um, propaganda about you know the Russian version of Aryan yes. and the supreme Chinese, you know, Superman. A lot of the, a lot of the uh, old propaganda out of Korea and China was the Asian um, in hand in hand with. A large white blonde dude. Yeah. In overalls that are just like workers' rights, motherfucker. And that always threw me off because I'm thinking about the, the uh, Russo and uh, Sino split in regards yeah. to the views of communism between Mao Zedong and uh, Stalin at that time because they saw things a lot different than one another. And they saw a lot of things the same as well. Um, it, it was a very confusing time. You know, I'm not trying to the brief history of fucking China, but their terrible agricultural practices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so much better. It's just like this this killed like a thousand people in fucking Ukraine a day. <laughs> we got a few million that have to, you know, disagree. I mean, they would say something, but they're fucking dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Team Square never happened. <laughs> But uh, for JFK, you know, the whole domino theory co- carries over from the latter end of the Truman administration all the way through the Eisenhower administration. Now, like, when it comes to, like, study of history, like, I will say Eisenhower is my favorite president. Really? It, yes. Um, he's, he's not big military spending. He actually warned against these things. He, he warned against the military-industrial complex, which ended up coming not only through the 60s with the Vietnam but also rampant in fucking the 80s. And he actually even said he was one of the first people to use that terminology, yeah, the, too. The Military-industrial military complex. Um, what's odd is this man was the the five-star general. There weren't many five-star generals after World War II. No. Um, so, like, do you know how you, you, know how you count, how you uh, name generals? How? Uh, with stars, be my little general of the army. And it's like... <laughs> B, which is Brigadier General, my Major General, Little, Lieutenant of uh, General, uh, General, the four-star General, and then you had the five-star of the Army of the United Allied Forces. Holy shit. So, so that's, that was like a, like a thing I got taught by my dad when that's I was a kid. That's really cool. But be my little general. But they don't use the fifth one anymore because there are no more five-star generals. Yeah. Because of NATO, Allied Forces, and like even the Coalition of the Willing Man back in 2003 <laughs> didn't have a five-star. <laughs> All right. Remember that rainbow coalition of us and Canada and I think Sudan? <laughs> it's us, Canada, Sudan. I think there was like a, a Denmark, Ethiopia, Poland. Ethiopia, yeah, Ethiopia threw them some, some cows and shit. Like, it, we're, it was we're, a very confusing time. You ever heard about the gifts after 9-11? No. You ever heard about those? No. Like there was some African countries who gifted us uh, livestock after 9-11. <laughs> Like as a as like a condolence, <laughs> and they're just like, no, 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 you, you can keep that. <laughs> we don't we don't need seven goats. What the fuck are we supposed to do with these seven goats? <laughs> hey man, 
you talking about one of the touchstones of history. <laughs> hey, America really needs us right now because we don't need them here right now. <laughs> I'm just picturing a phone call from some like uh, the president of Poland just going, "Hey, we're sending our thoughts and prayers," and then just hanging up. No, no more explanation. Nah, <laughs> that conversation for Poland is, "You want us to invade Yugoslavia? We'll do it. We'll fucking do it. Hell yeah, <laughs> we're, we're ready fine. to go." <laughs> it's just like Al Qaeda's not there. We'll find Al Qaeda. It's just like in Yugoslavia. <laughs> Just pulling people out in the uniforms. They probably put them in. <laughs> the war on terror. <laughs> the war on terror is much like the war on communism. Uh, nothing happened. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, Thanks, uh, McCarthy. Yeah. But uh, with JFK wanting to pull out, this adds to the conspiracy, not only that the Joint Chiefs wanted him dead. That's tally one. Uh, the Russians feared that American involvement, not only in Cuba being so close to the United States and the Cuban Missile Crisis on top of the Bay of Pigs, mm-hmm. uh, part two. <laughs> That's a two. Uh, then you had the the real threat, which was the Secret Service, <laughs> who probably shot him. Like I will say that. Like we'll go, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But my theory that the Secret Service shot this dude in the back of the head, doing like fifteen down the fucking grassy knoll. <laughs> this why you this why you don't put the first week. This is why you don't put the trainees on POTUS detail. Oh my this god, this is what fucking happens. God, I just wanted some more training at Amazon. I killed fifteen people. <laughs> god damn it, Jeffrey. I'm sorry. Sorry, this, this bear mace canisters are explosive. <laughs> But uh, going not only that, but like the around the uh, after 1962, you have a a demographic split with the parties. Uh, you have the Dixiecrats who are going against the more northern Democrats who are going for civil rights, who are aligning themselves with Martin Luther King. But your Democrat stronghold in South Carolina, Texas, and uh, Florida, they're they're pushing away. All right, so they are actually going over to the Republican Party. And the GOP, which the original GOP, the party of Lincoln, was, you know, federal law trumps state law every fucking time. Yeah. In fact, if the state even speaks up, the federal response should be harsh. So, like, if a state says, well, we're not going to do that, the fucking federal government's like, what the fuck did you say? And then the National Guard gets called. Yeah, it's, called, it's, it's like a pimp system. You know, it's like, <laughs> where's my bottom bitch? You know, Virginia. Virginia. Talk to West Virginia, <laughs> like it, but like you had the you had the you had the Republican Party doing a split as well, and then you, you not it wasn't till the eighties where the Republican uh, Party like draw drew a line in the sand. Yeah, uh, after conservatives uh, had decided not to be laissez faire when it came to voting, and some people kind of like re, uh, realize this, but a lot of people in the fifties. Going into some of the sixties, like Christian conservatives didn't vote. They saw it as a sin, actually. Really? Yes. Yeah, so it, 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 it's a weird concept that you think about it. But this is also yeah. this is also a country that still had a large number of Episcopalians. This is uh, like pre-evangelicalism yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, uh, Presbyterians. <clears throat> the only evangelical preachers you saw were in the deep South or in the out west, like in Texas. Right. But the idea really kind of. Boot and rallies were around the time of Jerry Falwell. Gotcha, gotcha. And the uh, the uh, the uh, the Council of Baptist Preachers out of Virginia, not far from Liberty College, actually. Oh um, shit! Who decided who decided to go into the political realm with uh, Republicans of all people? <laughs> who would have guessed? Yeah. So this also created you know the theory that Lyndon Johnson had something to do with it because he was a more conservative Democrat than he was a liberal Democrat. Um, 
Now, his life did change after 1963. You know, he ended up becoming the president who signed into the Civil Rights Act, uh, who laid the groundwork for what would later come for Nixon with Title IX. Operation Rolling Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah. have to bring that one oh, up, yeah. too. Oh, no. His presidency is fought with tragedy. Like, yeah. he, he, you can tell, like, like he even says, it's like, I will not be seeking a second term because this place sucks. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, just stupid, and I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Ask Robert Kennedy to get into his boat car. Have you heard that story? Oh, yeah. He didn't tell him it could float. And, and he, he like, just Robert scared. Kennedy's like freaking out. And he's like, you're the Navy, man. <laughs> Come on. Your brother killed somebody like this. Or are you so scared? <laughs> Wait, what? what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ted. So he'd like some good chowder. <laughs> you Kennedys have the worst sense of humor. You guys can't laugh at yourselves, can you? Yeah. Well... Well, one used to laugh at herself, but we took care of that. <laughs> Ro- Rosalind Kennedy used to laugh all the time. She don't laugh anymore now. Now, the only time she laughs is, well, she doesn't really laugh. She just kind of screeches and makes and, grunts. And, and drools. <laughs> that's a fucking, st- that's a hell of a story. That's Rosalind a fucked Car- up story. Rosalind Kennedy. Oh, my God. Lobotomies, dude. Fucking awful. You get a lobotomy. You, you get, get a lobotomy. Lo- whole line. But... There's a guy actually a conspiracy that Charles Manson is a failed lobotomy. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> like he knew, like he met Dr. Friedman as a child. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like the War Commission you know, comes in afterward. You know, to this is the first time that in American history an assassination doesn't ricochet across the fucking nation when it's already at 50 states. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. beforehand, you know, you had McKinley being shot by a fucking anarchist and he was just like, he basically took a pop shot in the stomach and it took him days to die. Kit, uh, Lincoln got shot in the back of the head. It took him about a day, day and a half to die. He had Garfield too. He got yeah. shot, I think, point blank range in the heart. Yeah. So we've had presidents die before, but not at this scale where yeah. it's out in the open to where we're using a new technology of filming a death of a president. It is fucking fantastical to think about, but, you know, can you imagine that happening today? It would be all over the news. It would be catastrophic all over the news. Every major news outlet, you know, interruptions on te- television, children's shows. I mean, there would be news breaks across the country. How long do you think they would show the snuff film? Uh, probably it would probably be on a fucking endless loop. Let's be yeah. honest here. It would just be it would be like how nine eleven was, where it was like just constantly every day for like the next six months. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think I think we're kind of um, desensitized to that already. So like, yes. if somebody was to kill a president, I don't know who, but like if someone was to pop a shot at a at a president and succeed, holy fuck the conspiracies <laughs> would come out of the woodwork oh great yeah, let me go like, grab my tinfoil hat and my gun <laughs> i gotta go get eggs <laughs> i gotta go get bread and milk yep <laughs> this is like oh man who the fuck like of all the, we we're a little bit more divisive now as a country but back then you know there's a lot of unity still yeah now there was a civil war or not a civil war but the uh civil rights problems that were going on uh, especially not in just the south but in um, the north with Malcolm X doing the same thing that Martin Luther King was pretty much doing in the south mm-hmm. um, trying to say I, I kind of respect a little bit Malcolm X more than I do Martin Luther King just for the fact that he said if someone comes at you kick their ass <laughs> yeah that was the thing and even like before he uh, before he was assassinated he actually was turning a lot more peaceful too with it mm-hmm. but he made his he 
put his foot down mm-hmm. was kind of like no we're if we're they're gonna give a shit we're not gonna take any shit that's that's one thing i always kind of respected about his teachings too because nonviolence can only work so mm-hmm. long until you have no choice and you have to you use got two violence. cheeks man you turn one you're gonna get hit the other yeah, you don't have another cheek exactly yeah. so it's like i understood where he was coming even from jesus with chose violence once <laughs> <laughs> flipped the table smacked a few people around broke get the fuck out of here hey paulie paulie johnny luke maddie get over here <laughs> fuck this dude up break his fucking legs <laughs> don't worry i'll fix him i'll fix him real good <laughs> that's his miracle the miracle of extortion <laughs> He changed wooden sticks into aluminum baseball bats. <laughs> God, yeah, that's why the Romans killed him. He was, he was a real Italian. <laughs> oh, that that be the greatest conspiracy ever saw that Jesus is actually Italian. <laughs> oh my God, they would kill their own these fucking animals, and they didn't even crucify him. They just shot him in the back of the head while he was out on a fishing trip. Hey, 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 hey! Get the bread and the fish. <laughs> get the bread. Leave the fish. <laughs> This is such a sacrilegious fucking podcast. <laughs> but, uh, this isn't the first time we talked about Jesus. But the fucked up thing, though, is also uh, the mob kind of aided a lot in his uh, his election um, and yes. swaying a lot of uh, workers' votes, especially up north and a lot of uh, the unions as well, because the workers' parties really were kind of running the country then. A lot yeah. of the local Teamsters unions really had mm-hmm. a lot of sway on Capitol but it was, Hill. A, it was a lot of... Uh, it was a lot of backlash from the McCarthy era witch hunts mm-hmm. where he kept saying stuff like unions are socialist communist propaganda. Walt Disney fought that shit back in the day. He he got he fought unions. He thought they were a communist conspiracy. Then he had the writer's strike. And then he's like, this is going to fuck up Disney World. <laughs> and <it's just> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like if you're running a major corporation like that, especially with a name like Disney, you're going to try to get rid of unions any way you can because you know you're going to be sued left and right. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, as a business owner, you know, you you hear those words workers rights you're like god damn it okay <laughs> the All beatings right. will continue until, until morale, morale increases until morale improves <laughs> we had that hanging up in a kitchen i worked in <laughs> right up there with uh with the work will set you free oh my god <laughs> ding 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 are those fries yet yes yes my dear <laughs> nine <laughs> <laughs> So, like, have you heard the uh, the George Bush conspiracy, the Bush family conspiracy on the death of JFK? No, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, so the Bush family, and uh, this is just another conspiracy. Of course. Much like Ted Cruz being the Zodiac killer. Now, we, we, we don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know, but, like, I, when I heard that, I laughed my ass off right up there with birds aren't real, and I was just laughing my ass off, and I'm just like, isn't he bored in, like, the 60s? He, he is. Be like a, fucking around. Like a baby assassin. <laughs> Unless he's a time lord or some shit. <laughs> he's better than Agent 47, man. That kid was efficient. Quick, yeah. clean, in and out. In and out. Barcodes only. <laughs> is that bananas? Yep. Blip, blip. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I totally believe, like, I get a lot of hate for this, for the conspiracy, but uh, I believe the Secret Service killed him by accident. Uh, I did actually read, uh, Bill O'Reilly had put out a, 50, a, a set of books but one was uh, killing Lincoln, one was killing Kennedy, and he kind of lays out the facts of Oswald shooting him. But it's like it's written as as he did it, so it's giving you background on not only Jack Ruby, it's giving you background on Lee Harvey Oswald. It's it's kind of a mishmash of personalities meeting one day. <laughs> it's like he kind of made a Quentin Tarantino film, but out it, of it. but 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 not like in a in a, in a flashy way. But he, it was very more, uh, factual. Yeah, it was like here here's what we know. Yeah, and he puts it together that way, and it does. You know, you read it, 
And you're thinking, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald probably did shoot that motherfucker. At least oh, once. Yeah. At I, least once. <laughs> at least once. He got off three rounds. With an old Italian bolt action rifle. Got off three <laughs> hits with 250 feet to move a target. Dude, that is the funniest fucking line to me in that it's whole movie. It's so fucked because it's like right after Kennedy died, yeah. too. It's like 1960. What is it? Like 1968? Yes. When that takes place. It's like five years later. And like, you gotta think about like. The story of the 60s is nothing but assassination after assassination. Dude, for real, or near misses or like close assassinations. Because you had uh, the governor of Alabama uh, who stood in front of the university who got shot while he was running for president, while he was on a campaign trail. He got shot by a would-be assassin in the back. By a white guy. Yeah. (laughs) Popped right out, went bam, bam, bam. Dude with sunglasses. Wallace. Yes. Governor Wallace. Yep, Governor Wallace. My government was a Democrat. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, so you had like uh, Kennedy, Robert Kennedy in '68. Before Robert Kennedy's assassinated, Martin Luther King is shot. Yep. Uh, and Malcolm X too. Malcolm X was killed in 1968, 1969, I think. Um, and you had a plethora of others before that. Medgar Evers gets shot in the late '50s. Yeah. Uh, you had, and they, I will say, it's a damn shame they all got killed in their prime. But they make fantastic movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you guys get a chance, watch Ghosts of Mississippi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. James Woods plays the most racist person I think I've ever seen in a television show that was, or in a movie. That was He gets rough. in Alec Baldwin's face in the bathroom of a courthouse and says, so what if I did kill him? Ain't nothing you or the state of Mississippi could do about it. And I'm just like, God damn, you ballsy clan prick. And it's James <laughs> Woods. And it's just like, James Woods is a fucking prick. Well, it's kind of like Mississippi. My dad actually met James Woods. That's a funny thing. He met him on a street corner in New York City, and he was a prick. That's the fucked up thing. Yeah. Was he handing out fucking Republican pamphlets? <laughs> no, he was He was talking to himself, but he was going over his lines. He was doing a movie, and my dad was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Because he was just glancing over, and James Woods catches him looking over. My dad used to work construction, that's so why he was in Manhattan. Mm. And uh, he's like, the fuck are you looking at? It's like, you're talking to yourself on a fucking street corner. I'm looking at a crazed white guy on the street. Yeah, that's how my dad was like... Imagine post 9-11. So yeah, I think I might have a fucking problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck, I have a fucking problem. What's your fucking problem? You fucking schizophrenic. <laughs> fuck away from me. I will say, he did play Carl Panzram in a movie. Are you shitting me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrible. I imagine so. Because he, he doesn't look like Carl Panzer at all. Carl Panzer is like my height and built like a brick shit house yeah. with a handlebar mustache. He kind of looks like Charles Bronson. Charlie Bronson. He, the, the prisoner, not of, Charles Bronson. In some of his photos, he did. He, he yeah. really did. But uh, going back to JFK real quick, not James yeah. Woods, uh, but other terrible acting. <laughs> uh, in the movie JFK, it's it's they try to prove that the it was either a Russian conspiracy or the mafia. And those were the kind of the only two paths they were going down. Now, the great thing about the JFK conspiracy, it's the mother of all conspiracies. Of course. It's the death of a president. Not 11. Huge for our age. Fucking fantastical in a, in a terrible way. But JFK touched on a conspiracy history. And I think what's uh, kind of crazy is, I think the most simplest answer is the right answer. It was just a fuck up all around, and you just left the door wide open. And you kind of had to do the casino thing where yeah. you had to bump everybody off that yeah. had any involvement. But it's just like, it reminds me of like why we have certain rules in place. Oh, yeah. And it's like, who's bright? Like, in hindsight, we start thinking about today, but who rides with the top down as president of the United States? And in, in not only that, in a completely open space where there's tons, the, in secret, the Secret Service wasn't even blocking the motorcade, mm-hmm. really. They're walking alongside of it. Anybody mm-hmm. who could shoot any rounds from any one of those buildings had a clear shot at the yeah. president that day. And 
you know, there was threats beforehand. Oh yeah. Uh, there was threats in the family afterward, uh, and I think what's what makes it kind of kind of crazy is this idealistic version of the White House that they had presented to the world. Yeah. Uh, as the Kennedys, he's a very young man. He has children, but they're small children. The White House hasn't had small children in it for a very long time. Very true. Not since probably Lincoln's day. Yeah. And before Lincoln was Buchanan. Buchanan didn't have a wife. No, Buchanan was Buchanan's wife died. Yeah, but he was right. like balling bitches left and right. He said, "Let the Civil War go. I don't give a fuck." That motherfucker was depressed as shit. Yeah, <laughs> he looked suave as fuck though. I will say that. Hey, depression does wonders, bro. <laughs> we don't even need. We needed a man with Van Buren chops in this country. <laughs> yes, we do, guys. Pow- powerful fucking chops, man. That's what this country needs right now. Just, just, just the next guy to run for president. Just the fucking. Down, down to the fucking cheek, fucking just, <laughs> mutton chops, just, just yeah, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, 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 just like kicking ass, hairy fucking knuckle, <laughs> just chest hair. He takes his shirt off and it looks like he's wearing a wool sweater. Yeah, got an American flag tattoo on the chest. <laughs> no, it's shaved into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Tim Allen in his prime when he's playing that when he's playing that Amish dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! For Richard Report, remember that? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, yes, got a guy we did. The one who could eat a bullet. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> and have you heard like so? This isn't the first time you know we hear stories of presidents not just being assassinated, but attempts on on a president. You know. Oh um, yeah. Have you heard uh, the guy who tried to kill Andrew Jackson? And he beat the shit out of him with his cane. Yeah. And because he was just he had like, a sword you cane, motherfucker. <laughs> well, the guy was like legitimately crazy. He thought he was the the, the rightful king of England, and like no came shit. out of the fucking bushes, pulled two fucking pistols, shot both of them at him, and didn't. They never fired. And Andrew Jackson, keep in mind, the Secret Service doesn't exist at this time. Walked up to him on the White House lawn and started beating his ass. <laughs> Like, and this is old Andrew Jackson too, which makes it even funnier to me. It's just like the harbinger of doom for Native Americans came at you at forty paces and started beating your ass. And the thing was too, he had a bullet in him already. He oh yeah, he'd been that shot. bullet he'd been from shot. the fucking he, duel. And like, you know, what well, Andrew Jackson is a very unique character. He he's very, very fun. bad, but he's on the twenty. So I'm kind of like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's seen a Jackson or two. Well, I think the fucked up thing is... He looks like a ghost. (laughs) For real, dude. He looks like a demon ghost. He reminds... You know what he reminds me of? Bram Stoker's Dracula? No, not Bram Stoker's Dracula. (laughs) The fucking... The bad guy from uh, the movie The Haunting with uh, uh, Captain Zeta-Jones and uh, Liam Neeson. (laughs) The dude that ran the fucking sweatshops with the children. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Um, He's one of the thirteen ghosts. For real. (laughs) (laughs) and, And we hear about other assassination attempts throughout like Grant someone had to assassinate Grant yeah uh, with a bomb of all things and it's just like it never Jesus. went off um, other world leaders same fucking thing people tried to kill Adolf Hitler failed numerous times numerous times because he's bashing insane Castro also yeah and what's crazy is like with, with JFK I think it was you know there was a lot of sympathy not just for the Kennedys but for the country as a whole because it's like this is something not only that's being televised that it comes at a very bad time. It does, and in addition to that, you're about 15 years from World War II. Yeah, you just they just you know kind of made a back alley deal to end Korea. Now Vietnam, and now it's the the fear of communism. You got an older generation who lived through not only just the tail end of World War II, but Korea, who are now becoming a lot older. And it's just like, why aren't we fighting communism, goddammit? 
Yeah. And America had technically lost Korea. It's still going on technically, but Yep. But, Ceasefire. But there was no loss up to this point for the United States. And with the death, I think that kind of hits a little bit harder. Um, I'm kind of like the the zeitgeist of the country. Very much so. There was a it was the ageist spin in the 1960s, mm-hmm. especially when 63 rolled in. Because not only uh, did JFK die, um, you had Oswald getting killed. Jack Ruby died under mysterious circumstances too. Mm-hmm. You had witnesses to that that were there next near the motorcade turning up dead. Mm-hmm. You had stuff from the Zapruder film and also eyewitness films, which included the Babushka lady, who you never saw again. And the man with the black umbrella. man with the black umbrella. The, Sam this. Giacana from the Chicago outfit turned up dead a few months later after the shot. Mm. Three times in the back of the head, they never figured out who killed him. Mm. Because it was... They ruled, They didn't rule it as a suicide, but it was mis- like uh, unusual circumstances. Because... Somebody had entered his house and killed him yeah. without any probable cause. There was nobody kicked in, nothing. It was just in and out done. And someone who's kind of like very odd that's involved with this case, it was much later, uh, had compiled all the information of who the assassins might have been, the organizations, the, the overall conspiracy of JFK. And that guy is L.A. District Attorney Vincent Bobliosi, also known as the writer of Helter Skelter. Oh, fuck. This guy. Oh, no, This guy who believed in satanic panic. Uh, And this is why I don't like the story of Helter Skelter now, because it kind of, like, when you read Helter Skelter, it's like, like, oh, yeah, Manson was the man, he he had him kill all these people, and I'm just like, I don't think that's exactly what happened. (laughs) I don't think he had that, this this five-foot mental midget actually had the ability (laughs) to control people. I think... I think Tex Watson showed up from fucking Houston and being the biggest swinging dick in fucking Spawn Ranch. I and mean, it's like, hey, Shit, hey, when, yeah. when they come here, find Charlie and him him the fuck up. Because I'm innocent, goddammit. I'm innocent. After he just ripped a woman in half. Yeah. yeah so I, th- I think Tex Watson was the one. Because <laughs> I, I Tex Watson is a fuck, was a fucking force to be. And we'll do, a whole, we'll, do, we'll do a whole fucking episode on that. Yeah. With Charles Manson, the satanic panic. But uh, but no, Vincent Barbagosi, I thought that was neat that he had come up with uh, he had compiled a total of 42 groups 82 assassins and 214 people had been accused at one time or another of various conspiracies uh, involving the death of the president Uh, and I don't know if you've ever seen have you ever heard uh, read the story called uh, they made a movie out of it it's called Parkland uh, it's the it's the story of JFK being shot and brought to Parkland Hospital I've, outside of Loving, Texas. I've heard I've heard of it. Field. I've seen the promo photos and posters mm-hmm. for it, but I never actually sat down. And so it, it is a clusterfuck what they show in the movie. Um, it opens with the president being shot. Uh, Paul Giamatti plays Zapruder, oh, nice. the man recording it, and he's just shaking the whole time after he's like, and he's still like keeping pace with the car as the bullets are firing. And in the movie, they do hear one, two, three within six seconds. And, yeah, so they keep that part out of it. They keep the conspiracy part out of it. But it's the story of them getting JFK to uh, Parkland Hospital. And what's funny is, uh, well, not really funny, more, more Cobb, but uh, they get him to the, to the unit. Now, because there's so much um, bullshit in red tape when it comes to the president of the United States because technically we still don't know if a president is allowed to commit a crime think about that for a second there's no there's no thing in the constitution or the books or the law about if a president's if it's okay for a president to commit a crime yeah 
Because, I mean, there, there's Even though only, we've had cr- presidents commit crimes. Watergate's a great example of that, yeah. if we're keeping it within this era. Yeah. So, uh, but the idea of who who's in charge kind of falls through the cracks in the situation. Yeah. Because Texas authorities had already, you know, they get him to the hospital, they do their best, but there's no way to save him. Obviously, oh, no. his head exploded. Gone. <laughs> and so the Surgeon General and the Texas Surgeon General have to do an autopsy well they decide well the federal government steps in a a representative of the federal government um, under under the guise of the United States but not the state of Texas says no we'll just take him back to Washington D.C. with no no autopsy which is highly irregular with any other killing but it's the president of the United States so you really don't know who hurts Burview over the autopsy one doctor was about to do it he almost got tackled by fucking six secret service guys who brought him in because they're like you're not fucking touching him and he's just like you don't understand. That's the law of Texas. He's like, fuck it. Shot. Yeah, but, but like the Secret Service in interviews said, fuck Texas. Holy shit. Fuck Texas. They like they talk about that in uh, a lot of the uh, serials of, of interviews with Secret Service men wow. who were there. Um, so they basically steal the body of the president. Yeah. From from Texas and uh, they go to uh, Air Force One. They rip out seats, chuck them uh, out the door. Because they can't get the coffin in, because he's in a coffin, he's in a straight up coffin by that time. Fucking not Christ. a body bag, nothing. He's in a coffin. Uh, they're ripping out seats, and this isn't a 747, man. This is an old, you know, probably a DC-10. God damn. And so they're ripping out seats, chucking them out the window, chucking them out the door, or whatever. And what's funny is like, so Tom Willings in it, the guy who played in uh, Smallville. Okay. He's the guy who played Clark Kent. Yeah. He's one of the Secret Service guys, right? And one of his last words in the movie is like, what a shithole. Talking about Dallas-Fort Worth. And he's just like, what a fucking shithole. Jesus. Just dog in Texas. What a, no, he said, uh, I believe his exact words, what a shitty place to be die, to die. Wow. And what's funny is not only that, so they do a great scene of going down the corridor. He's like, yeah, take him to, this, take him to the OR over here on the left. All right, so they take him to the OR on the left. A few days later... Jack, uh, Jack Ruby shoots Lee Harvey Oswald in the stomach. If you know anything about being shooting people in the stomach, it takes a long way to die. It's hard to die from a stomach wound because, it, it, like Tim Roth from Reservoir Dogs, it, it, takes, it takes forever. Days. It takes days. Ah, you're gonna be okay. Say it. Everybody's gonna be okay. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Just one of the one of the marshals just like holding Lee Harvey Oswald's hand. Everybody thinks gonna be okay. He's like. I'm going to let you die on the street. Because <laughs> you know the Texas Marshals are like, let's just kill this motherfucker. Let's let him die. Yeah, let, but, let's just kill him in but the there's fucking But there's cell. a scene where they're going down the corridor, and they're about to put him in the same OR JFK had just died in. And they're like, nah, put him in the one across. And that's that's a true story. He died in the fucking OR across from where JFK was uh, sound dead. That is insane. Well, it's part. It's a very you know small town. Well, yeah, at that time especially Dallas, too. you know, Dallas Fort Worth now, but massive back then. No, that that it's is very, very still a small city. That that's very true. I just think it's insane though that you're taking the the president who has just recently been killed outright in front of in front of thousands of people and then taking his assassin and putting them right across the hall from each other. That's just fucking main it's the main, asinine to it's, me it's main hospital too fuck you know what I'm saying like it's right there in town you know it's, it's all the places to go to you know, that's where you would take them it's right around the corner and, fuck uh, and what's uh, what's crazy is you know, let's just talk about Oswald for a minute uh, his brother lived in Dallas at the time 
because he would visit his brother and Oswald had a history of being abusive to his wife and everything. He beat her. Yeah. Uh, he spoke a little bit of Russian, but she would always, you know, stick around. You know, she didn't want to leave because basically she's a Russian woman in America in 1963. She has nowhere to go. Yeah. No one's going to give her asylum Hell at this no. point. So, um, at this point, uh, after Lee Harvey Oswald is murdered, uh, his body's released to the family. Now, this is where the mother comes in. Because she says the same fucking shit that Lee Harvey Oswald's spitting is, I is a patsy. I did not kill the president. Or as I like, I heard her I'm a patsy. I'm a goddamn patsy. And it's just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you common piece of shit. And I'm just like, oh god, we have to listen to this motherfucker. He's gonna be the most famous person in the United States. Nobody's going to remember the president no, they're gonna be just, without remembering they're gonna Lee Harvey Oswald. They're going to re- they're gonna remember this three-named asshole. <laughs> Which is a, have you ever noticed that that's a kind of a weird thing in this country? About John Wilkes Booth, Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald, Oswald, and uh, who, is, who is the guy that shot uh, uh, Martin Luther King? Um, um, Charles Lee Ray. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, not Charles Lee Ray, that's Chucky. Uh, <laughs> James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. Who, I will say, uh, MLK's wife doesn't believe that. No, no. <laughs> but, you know... If I could stand in a bathtub with a rifle, I think I could pick somebody off. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, I mean, Lee Harvey Oswald did it with a moving target in a book uh, depository. So, yeah. I mean. You know what's crazy is, uh, like, uh, you know, just how small the world is. Uh, not only was MOK on the balcony in Memphis, so was uh, Jesse Jackson. And the lawyer, uh, the lawyer for Muhammad Ali was there. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a wild, like, yeah. Like, you think about how these big figures are near each other at any moment. We've talked about it before with uh, Jim Jones. And, hey, you think uh, he might have met Ted Bundy on, like, a revival kind of session? And Ted Bundy bumped into each other. Or, like, you know, there's a lot of ladies at these revivals and stuff. It's like, you know, think Ted Bundy was, like, trolling. Like, what's up? <laughs> what's good? Crashing a, <laughs> crashing a Bible service. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You're, Considering you know the amount of brunettes that were probably there, wouldn't yeah, surprise just me. Yeah, like, take a bite out of that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like it's weird. Like you don't you don't think about it, but some of these people are actually you know there's a chance that happenstance is kicking in somewhere. Well, it's kind of like how a lot of these big names uh, throughout American history, in terms of politics and civil rights, all turned up dead within months of one one another, or even a year of one another. You, you know, in a short amount of time. Not only that, like I said, organized crime figures that could have had an involvement in it were getting killed too. Mm. It was across the board. It seemed like anybody that knew. Even the slightest thing was turning up dead under a mysterious circumstance. Now, I don't know if that was just because, you know, health issues, but some of this shit just didn't make any sense. And another big figure that kind of got involved in this was J. Edgar Hoover. Um, he had commented that the Dallas police couldn't have enough evidence to even charge Oswald with the murder of the president. So wow. when the FBI got involved, and this is before the Purview Act uh, of the United States government where the FBI was allowed to step in into investigations yeah. um, willy-nilly, which doesn't happen until like the late 70s. Um, another part of this was the CIA was probably involved. Uh, the CIA getting involved in you know uh, a lot of tropical countries in South America and Central America, which we talked about briefly on the cocaine yeah. and crack epidemic. Yeah, of course. But also in Southeast Asia and the follies of, of that. And I just—I always think about that in the back of my mind. Some dude in a fucking white shirt and khaki pants with fucking sunglasses and a Uzi. I'd be like, who's that? 
That's the government. Like that's 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 their that's their liaison. <laughs> Some fucking white dude in fucking Iran with a fucking smoking a cigarette and everything yeah. too. A cigarette in his mouth, just puffing on it while he's walking down the street. But like you see those old photos of uh, of Iraq and his Israel and shit, and you just like there's a white guy with aviators with yep. a, with a shirt uh, like a uh, like a big deep cut in his fucking shirt with a fucking Mac ten, and it's just like who's that? Oh, that's Roger. He. He works for the CIA. <laughs> He's one of the uh, special agents assigned to this assigned to this region. Does he have a badge? That gun is his badge. <laughs> Why don't you go ask him if he's got a badge? See how far yeah, it gets you. Yeah, while well, he's waterboarding your family. <laughs> Where asking do you, live? you Asking you why you caused the Chicago fire in 1892. <laughs> I wasn't there. Say, say you were there. This could all be quick. <laughs> Come on. I know you don't like this. I don't like doing this either. I mean, it's not hurting me, but... <laughs> so, let me ask you... How do you think, or who do you think, killed JFK? I honestly like to think that... See, I like your concept where it was a, a, a Secret Service guy on his first day. I like to take that kind of wacky People notion. People hate when I say that, too. But it's just like, <laughs> so funny. Because it's like, like I talked about like the 9-11 episode. It's just like, incompetence knows no bounds. It's <laughs> a terrible pilot. <laughs> well, no, 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 not just a terrible pilot, but it's like terrible TSA workers, terrible government, you know, ter- ter- uh, terrible government involvement. Being naive. Yeah, being stupid. Uh, you know, being lax on some well, shit. Well, it's kind of like the Three Mile Island thing. That happened because of negligence. There was that... Uh, uh, that, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, that never Jimmy happened. Jimmy Carter came down from a helo and fixed that shit with his piss. <laughs> <laughs> I got it! He, it's, a, it's a great peanut field now. He builds houses there now. <laughs> <laughs> you look at any image on Google Earth and it's... Uh, Jimmy just Carter a, just giving it two thumbs up. <laughs> in, a, in the shape of a peanut. Like, he's the planter's man, but it's yeah. Jimmy Carter's face. I have, I have a wild conspiracy about Jimmy Carter, I'll tell you later. <laughs> but I, I feel like the JFK thing could have been, like... Uh, I, I like to blend this where it was, like... In a, in a wacky sense, I like to think Lee Harvey Oswald was up there getting mm-hmm. ready to shoot. He probably fired one round. But then somebody on either the grassy knoll or that fencing unit put the last two into the president. Just because of the way he's hit, it's the side of his head that explodes. There's not an exit wound out the front. Oh, that's the that's the greatest conspiracy of all is ballistics. Oh yeah, and as someone who shotguns enough times. Ballistics don't fucking matter, dude. No, they really don't. And it's it's like splatter science kind of when they investigate people who like. And especially like, the force of the bullet too. It depends on it, it depends on where it's going and where yeah. what part of the body it's hitting to get that explosion yeah. to get that exit wound. Because so it could have hit the side behind his ear and blown out that part of his head. But yeah, so like, I want the Secret Service one to be true, just because of how <laughs> fucking stupid it is. And based on what's going on with the Secret Service now, those fuckers can't be trusted with anything. No, after that whole thing that happened in uh, January sixth, that yeah, that yeah, yeah, that yeah. was all the uh, Washington PD that had to fucking do everything. With yeah, that. and not only that, the the, the guy who kind of walked up on the White House during the Obama years, he's like, who's that? I don't know. What? He doesn't have a gun. What do we need to? What do you? He had a, a weapon. Though. He had a fucking weapon. Though. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. He had a handgun. Yeah, it's just like the Secret Service aren't very good at their jobs. And there was yeah. that other dude that came up to the White House recently that got gunned down, like mm-hmm. in the front fucking gate. Like it's like, mm-hmm. dude, where do your priorities lie? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. were you just taking a, a like a siesta that day that the dude got that far? Like, oh fuck, hold on a minute. <laughs> I got him. I got him. My bad. My, My bad. bad. I, I dozed off. I'm not. I'm not saying like make them like stars agents of like from like Resident Evil or yeah. anything. Where you just, you know, you just got some asshole with a cowboy hat on the top of the White House with a rifle. <laughs> Woo! Get some. Get some. 
You got to write an article about me sometimes. At least, at least accept some accountability. Say you fucked up, or at least do your job. Mm-hmm. Like in this case, well, I, they all can't be the uh, the bodyguard for Lincoln. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what what I miss? Oh oh shit! I'm gonna go take a nightcap. I'm gonna go <laughs> grab some popcorn and meet you guys across the street. Meanwhile, he's just mumbling that skinny fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> Oh man! Well, like, uh, so going into what I think happened, uh, I totally believe uh, about said Robert E. Lee, but uh, Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> was in the Book Depository Building. I think I, I believe he got off three shots. I believe he made contact with two of those shots. Uh, however, I do think during the six-second span, a Secret Service man leapt up from his vehicle on the passenger side. Pulled out his service rifle, which was an M16, which used a 5.56 made around. The driver, during the commotion after the third shot is made, hits the gas, causing, causing, causing the driver uh, to kind of panic. He hits the gas, causing the passenger, Secret Serviceman, to fire off one round directly at the back of the head of the president, back and to the left because the exit is larger than the entrance. So the concussive force of a peach blowing out of your face <laughs> is back into the left. And uh, all I now, see... now, on a comedic standpoint, I love that Jackie, who, Jackie Nonassis is like trying to get the fuck out the car because she's like, I'm tired of these Irish pricks <laughs> and their terrible everything. fucking lives and fucking my life up. <laughs> Because you know, she, you see her just leaping across the trunk, and that Secret Service is like, "No, no, bitch, get back in there." And what I've always said though, too, is like, you know, people would always come up and be like, "Oh no, she's trying to like save him. She's trying to push him down." I'm like, "No, she's not. She's trying to get out of the fucking car. She's yeah. saying, fuck this shit. I'm done.'" Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I think about like what happened to Jack. Like, like what I think about that kind of, I think about like. Uh, Franz Ferdinand and his wife being murdered. Dude, and, and that I'm was just the like, same thing. I'm though. just like, can you imagine just Franz Ferdinand just like watching his wife get shot and jumping out of the car after that dude? Oh. <laughs> imagine the world history of Franz Ferdinand beating a Serbian teenager to death with his own gun. <laughs> well, the fucked up thing is, it's like with that assassination, he literally saw a grenade bounce off his fucking car and blow up the entire car behind him. And he said, nah, fuck it, we're going to keep going. It's cool. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> they remember Sturter's stuff. In nineteen ten, <laughs> death was common. You were lucky to hit thirty by that time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was handlebar mustaches and coos. Our fucking great 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 grandparents. Man, thirty five. Who would have thought I'd be this old? You want to split a plum? I've never had a plum before. <laughs> ends, up, <laughs> ends up getting dysentery and dies from shit in his brains. Yeah, goddamn plum. <laughs> Got me, son of a bitch. But what were you? I'm oh, sorry. What, before I cut you off, my no, fake no, no, history. No, you're fine, dude. My fake history of Franz Ferdinand beating the shit out well, of I got two things. I got two things. Like with with the conspiracy angle, kind of going from outside of the realms of comedy here. Like just in case the CIA and all like the big big you know umbrella conspiracy. I think of how Jackie Onassis fled the United States and married a Greek billionaire and got her Greek citizenship and didn't no longer stay in the U.S. Yeah. because of fear for her life. Like yeah. they even had interviews with her where she was petrified to go back. Yeah. Um, and I always wondered why she was scared, but I feel like I would know the reason why. It's kind of like she might have yeah, known a little bit too much. But on top of that, too, kind of 
the other side of the spectrum is going into like the new guy shooting JFK by mistake, and I'm just picturing an exchange similar to Jules and fucking Vincent, like when um, uh, Marvin gets shot in Pulp Fiction. Oh shit! I just shot Kennedy in the face. <laughs> what do you mean you just shot Kennedy in the face? I, I turned around, man. This shit's bumpy. You hit the fucking gas. <laughs> I killed Marvin, man. <laughs> I killed the voice of Samurai Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I killed Phil Lamar. Not only that, if you ever played Metal Gear Solid, he's also the voice of Vamp. Yeah. That was my favorite thing of finding out. But yeah. just picturing that whole thing and like, oh, fuck, man, I don't know nobody in Fort Worth. I don't even think Marcellus knows anybody in <laughs> Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, what's, what's actually not really documented very well is the, the after they load him on the plane, his body Did he drop the, him? No, no. <laughs> After they basically said, what a shit place to get killed. Uh, she doesn't really have time to change clothes. Oh, yeah. And she's standing beside a towering LBJ being inaugurated as president of the United States because the other president's the other president was decapitated by a bullet. Like <laughs> so so like in in the history of that, there's not much that was said on that plane. But can you imagine the the like the Ari Aster movie being written like that? Like everybody cool? Yeah, we're cool. So and, president got shot. Yeah, what a god, we're all gonna get fired. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Rook. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, Derek. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. Have another drink, you old piece of shit. And this is like LBJ getting Shut the fuck up, pulls a gun out of his boot. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jackie's just dead in the fucking world. Not even phased by the fact there's another gun getting pulled out. And I feel like LBJ was like a 357 type of man, oh. but with an unreasonably long barrel. No, no, that motherfucker kept that thing on him. He, he had a stub nose. He had, <laughs> he, had, he had a pig sticker. He had the dirty Harry. Yeah, that's another thing you don't really hear about. Do presidents carry weapons? No, you never. In, a, in like a tight situation, you know, just in case, you know, things you go think, nasty. You would think a president would have a handgun. I think Nixon had one when he went to China. I feel like he had two. Yeah, I think Nixon didn't fuck around. I feel like he had one in the waist and one in the shoe. Like, just yeah. in case. He had the snub nose down yeah. here, and then he had the fucking, the 1911 up. Uh, just sweating like James Gandolfini in a fucking, <laughs> in a fucking uh, commissar fucking talk. <laughs> he just signed the fucking agreement for the EPA and the fucking Title IX for women, and he's just like, God damn it, I'm fucking... What, what am I? What am I? It's creating the DEA and shit. McNamara has to massage his shoulders yeah, yeah. to calm him down. Yeah, Gerald Ford's like, what's going on? I fall on a chair, you piece of shit. <laughs> just like, Mr. Just, President, I'm sorry. And he's, he's, just smoking, just, he's just chain smoking and taking bennies the whole time. I need like, to come down. I need to come down. <laughs> Goddamn checkers. <laughs> but uh, it's like, I, I, it seems like, you know, It'd be advantageous to give the president of the United States a handgun or something. I mean, even in a situation like that, though, too, where you know, it's like a round goes, so, you know, Eisenhower could hold his own. Oh, probably, definitely. Probably kept a fucking thing on him and just. Like, I, I feel like he just kept a gun around him, like just because of being. Around I killed Patton. the Rosenbergs. I'll kill you too. <laughs> I feel like he just kept a gun around just in case Patton got a little too fucking keen on just popping off a few yeah. rounds. Like, am I gonna have to cap this motherfucker? I'm getting real right tired here? of your Nazi sympathies, you piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm getting real tired of you yelling at me. You better fucking tone it down. <laughs> What are you going to do about it? You don't want this pissed away the fuck out of Patton. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to watch Band of Brothers, that makes you hate Patton even more. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah for real. Easy company, didn't they, motherfucker? Well, the <laughs> fucked up thing is, uh, it just I know we've segued kind of away from the topic, but since we just mentioned Patton, I uh, also committed uh, one of the biggest war crimes uh, of Allied history in um, Italy during uh, Operation Husky. 
uh, before they landed, he told his troops, we're not going to take any prisoners. Um, if they surrender, fuck them. Just kill yeah. them outright. And they took his orders to heart. One of the uh, divisions ended up... And you wonder why a guy got PTSD? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they made these dudes dig their own... Fu- like the movie The Irishman, where he's having the guys dig their graves. Mm. Same fucking thing happened. Shot at least 25 different dudes. Guys tried to run. There was 30. There was over 30 of them. And... About 10 of them ran off, gunned them down, killed the rest of them, shot them while they were already dead, and then kicked them into the graves. Guys did no time. Guys who did it did no time, got no demotion, nothing. It was just, don't do it again. (laughs) Don't get caught. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, when you win the whole thing, you win the whole thing. (laughs) Hey, winners write history, man. That's a goddamn (laughs) fuck. The winner is written by the lion, not the zebra. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a Lyndon Johnson quote? No, that's actually from a show called uh, Into the uh, uh, Hello Wheels. (laughs) And it was a brutal fucking opener too, because that's how this show, like the first episode ended, was just Cole Mooney smoking a stogie, fucking drinking whiskey, realizing he's an Indian country man. Like, yeah, the lions write the history to make the zebra feel comfortable right before we kill him. So I'm just like, God damn! Hey, what an allegory for history. <laughs> for real though, it's fantastic. I just think it's fucked up though. I I didn't realize. It- you just made like a, a, a memory comeback. I, I didn't even realize watching the footage now of seeing uh, Jackie Kennedy and um, uh, Lyndon Johnson when he's getting sworn in. She is still wearing the same fucking clothes. Yeah, like blood stains and fucking all like viscera. There, yeah, there, there's, there's brain chunks on her. Like that's the f- most fucked up thing ever. Is that you, you didn't even give her the aud- the first lady, the former first lady, now the the ability to go and change her clothes or at least fucking go to a psychiatrist or stay at home and process that her husband just had no, a she fucking. Had a your husband a few days later like, <laughs> get over chari- it and, like, and I will say horse drawn chariot really to bury the president of the United States he it, wasn't Amish he was from I mean he was from Massachusetts but they don't really they, uh, they don't have an Irish wedding like that <laughs> they don't have an Irish funeral like that it's more of kick him down drop a pack of uh, thing of potatoes down there and be alright <laughs> we buried him in the potato field where he wanted to be and going into like you know some of the aftermath was uh Lee Harvey Oswald, how he was buried. You know the story about how he was buried? No. So, get this. So, they turn the body over to the family. Uh, No one shows up for his funeral. No one. Five media guys show up to speak to the brother, the mother, and the wife. The wife is distraught. Not Not that he's dead, but that she's alone now. The brother takes her in. Okay? His brother and five media members are the pallbearers because they just happen to be there. Oh my god. And they throw his ass into the fucking grave. Oh my bury god. Bury him deep and forget about him. Wow. The story of Lee Harvey Oswald. He's buried in a pauper's grave. So we're like a Johnny Cat. fucking... Like it's got a headstone but that came later on. Yeah, people kept destroying it. <laughs> we, we gotta mark this but we gotta make sure nobody What do you wanna put on it? A burning it? cross? <laughs> <laughs> to make sure he went to hell. <laughs> A sniper's reticle. Yeah, a sniper's reticle. <laughs> All the conspiracies come out there trying to dig him up. He ain't really in there, and they find a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it stinks. What the fuck do you expect? Well, they didn't bomb the son of a bitch. He had a giant hole in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All the blood just came out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, that's like the, the history of Lee Harvey Oswald is just is brutal. After. They didn't even... So they really didn't embalm him or any of that. They just kind of fucking... Well, they like did the Emmett Till 
Till thing and just threw him in a fucking. It was fucked up because who didn't like, deserve that either? Emmett Till is a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. But There's a movie coming out about that because um, the lady lied. Oh yeah, uh, I mean that was obvious. <laughs> that, that that young boy did not deserve that. <laughs> even even the truth she told, even the fate, the fly she told, got him killed. Even that was like bullshit. Yeah, the, but uh, he didn't deserve to get killed yeah, for no, that. No one does. But uh, but. God damn, dude! Just, like, <laughs> fuck! I get it. Can you imagine? The- can you imagine like a Family Guy rules? Well, I love, I love the fam- I love the Family Guy. I love the, the cutaway from Family Guy, or he's smoking a cigarette. Oh, Mr. President! Mr. President, he's waving at him uh, for the book sponsor. Oh, oh my god! Kill- oh my god! There's a guy. There's a guy with a gun on the grassy knoll. Somebody's trying to kill Oswald. President. Get ready to be the greatest American hero. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like he takes aim and he's like that's the story of Oswald he tried to shoot the guy in the grassy knoll damn it damn it damn it I love that they got Gary Oldman to play him are you shitting me in JFK oh, shit, that's right I forgot about that Gary Oldman probably the greatest actor I mean, of all time he, when like, when you die you wake up and you realize scene and then you are Gary Oldman <laughs> That's what we're. That's, that, that's the greatest heaven you could think of. I mean, the diversity of his roles, going from Sid Vicious to fucking Lee Harvey Oswald to, to a Jamaican drug dealer, to a Jamaican romance. drug dealer, to a DEA agent that's a drug addict, yeah, and Leon the professional to yeah. fucking Sergeant Reznov, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or uh, Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> another great role. Like he, he yeah. just was. I, did, I totally forgot he was Lee Harvey Oswald in that. Yeah, because he had such a great accent. I'm a pansy. I'm a goddamn pansy. <laughs> and I'm just like, shut the fuck. You're basically saying I'm a woman out loud. I'm just like, I'm a pansy. I'm a pansy. Did he say he's a pansy? I think that's what he I think he, he said. said he was a fag. They, just, <laughs> they started whooping his ass. Well, like, he kept saying that a lot. He, he, he demanded, you know, political asylum, all this. And they're just like, shut the fuck up. That, that, that's how they treated him. They told him to shut the fuck up because he killed a cop. Everybody forgets that part. Yeah. He, 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 they said he had killed a police officer. And that already was a fuck up moment. Oh, yeah. Another part of the story is uh, he was under the radar of the FBI in Dallas uh, earlier, like two or three months earlier. No shit. And it's rumored that the the guy didn't take him serious because why would you? It's Lee Harvey Oswald. And it's it's heavily rumored, and a lot of people said, you know, a lot of you know testimony or affidavits later was, yeah, the FBI of Dallas burned all that information in the bathroom the day of, because they said, hey, we caught the guy Lee Harvey Oswald, and the guy's like, oh shit, I, I talked to that guy like two months ago, and like, oh shit, if this guy came through the FBI like feed, and you know was passed through, the FBI is gonna look like shit letting this killer get away. Like not be able to stop it, like Fucking letting the threat Christ. get through. So it's like TSA. You know what happened to the TSA guys on 9/11? They all probably got fired. <laughs> oh yeah, and the, I'm just picturing after he's done burning, like the uh, agent had to burn all the shit, and the guy coming in. Hey, uh, just to let you know, you don't have to get rid of that stuff. Secret Service fucked up worse than you could have. <laughs> well, the truth, like all the people are dead now, but. Uh, uh, every fucking one of them are dead. Now. See, that's what fucks with me is that they all kind of turned up dead. Not immediately after, but about six months to no. anywhere from six months to about four years after they started. Joe Pesci had them all killed. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you know who had a part in it? Henry Hill. Henry Hill was a part of the whole goddamn thing when he was a kid. He was a teenager. He got involved with the bad people. Paul Servito <laughs> told him to take his ass down to Texas for a drive. He was in the fucking grassy knoll. Henry Hill, that fucking stool pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> All I think about, though, is that fucking scene in The Irishman with Jimmy Hoffa and uh, 
where everybody's lowering their flags. And he, he's like, what don't the you fuck fucking are you doing? do it. What are you doing? You put it back up there. And I was just like, you petty fucking bug. You petty son of a bitch. You guinea bug. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. You asshole. <laughs> like, that's what got me. Was just the fact that he hated him and his brother so fucking much. He was just like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck that asshole. He tried to put me in prison. He did put me in prison. Put that shit back up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's such a fucked up scene. Just Al Pacino, man. Fuck him. And everybody's, like, all uncomfortable. Even the dude's raising the flag, and he thanks them, too. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. They're washing their hands. And they, <laughs> it's like, I don't think I want to be a part of this anymore. You know, even no matter how many times I wash my hands, I can't seem to wash the guilt off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Jackie on the airplane bathroom. Just, uh, just won't come off. Jackie, you have to take your gloves off first. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Oh my god, can you imagine the PTSD that woman fucking had after the fucking JFK assassination? Well, like, even hearing her in interviews following that years and years, like, about ten years later, when they're talking, well, I forgot who it was, they sampled it actually in a Lana Del Rey song, strangely enough. It's fucking weird. Dude, she sounds lifeless. Like, she sounds like there's nothing in her, soulless almost. Like, very monotone. Well, she's no O'Hara, so yeah. I mean... <laughs> soulless Irish. <laughs> the Catholics had- are right half the time, Quinn. Like... <laughs> <laughs> They're the half of their molested people. <laughs> hey, listen. We, if you don't choose the robes, you're choosing the bottle. Okay? Yeah, you choose the bottle. <laughs> you choose the bottle in a lifetime of adultery. That's why I fell out of Catholicism. Our, Ireland was the was Atlantis until they invented whiskey. This <laughs> 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 all went to shit. I'll tell you one thing though. We made the best pipe bombs. <laughs> you can put that shit in an exhaust pipe and oh still take care of business. Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but I will say another thing when it comes to bands it's hit or miss it's hit very or miss. hit or miss yeah. you, have, you have Thin Lizzy but then you got you too. you know it's it's, it's goddamn unforgivable it's a catch 22 in terms <laughs> yeah. of bands you got like four good ones and you have to have one really shitty one <laughs> you know going into like the idea of like speculative history let's say JFK wasn't assassinated let's say Lee Harvey Oswald never had the chance to get the rifle to say he was arrested when he came home from Russia he got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Uh, um, and they throw him into a fucking river. Uh, <laughs> the way the Eisenhowers wanted done it. <laughs> just shoot him and dump him in the Rio Grande. Yeah, shoot him. didn't go to find this fucking piece of shit. Um, but, but the course of the, of the nation, I'll just make that issue, like uh, the invention, like let's say, let's say he, he wins the 1964 election, goes into, you know, the 64 to 68 during that time. He's pulled out of Vietnam already. He's done negotiations, uh, you know, he's updrafting negotiations with the Chinese at that time, kind of preambling the fucking Chinese negotiations Nixon would eventually have. Uh, the Civil Rights Act would still get passed. The oh, space yeah. race probably would have been done in, instead of 1969, maybe 1965. Probably. You know, uh, you know, a jump start, uh, a little bit different. You know, there wasn't so much of a weight on the Civil Rights Act. I also think about the commission that was investigating him and his brothers, though. Like, what would have came of that? Would it have been like something... They would have hired Lee Harvey Oswald to kill him. <laughs> anyway, it would have anyway. been, <laughs> been more of a close-range thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's close-range. Jack Ruby was in the wings. <laughs> Just a, just a, I would just love a fan fiction of Jack Ruby, Lee Harvey Oswald correcting time. They're time travelers correcting time <laughs> until they have a until they have like a discrepancy. They're just like, well, I think he should die. Well, we can't let him die. And they just See, have this this argument. <laughs> all I all I imagine, and you, I, I don't think you ever play because I talk to you about David video is Jack Ruby. <laughs> It has to be fucking. It has to be Danny DeVito and Christopher Walken. It has yeah. to be the dudes from Bat from the Batman movies, yeah. where they're Penguin. Yeah, 
They're just fucking <laughs> bullshit about you. No, you don't understand. I got. He's got to die. It's just like, nah, motherfucker. You do that, I'll shoot you in the stomach. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Damn it! I've cleared my name once. I'm not doing it again. Lee Harvey Oswald, Jack Ruby, time travelers. <laughs> Brought to you by Chris Morrison. <laughs> I just think about, like, it, it would come full circle, like, the, the fucking Soul Reaver games, where it's like, it turns out that in order to fix the entirety of the world, one of them has to be sacrificed, mm-hmm. because one refused to sacrifice themselves. That's well, kind of the basic concept. My dad, my dad had just finished the, the 11-22-63 book by Stephen King. Nice. Where it's about time traveling. And yeah. Just trying to, he, he, the guy keeps time traveling, but he keeps getting his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> trying to save JFK. <laughs> That's right. I'm not, not going to spoil the book, but, like, a... Like, it just happens a lot in that book. He doesn't even... Like, nobody shoots or stabs him. They just beat the shit out of him. The entire the entire book yeah. is just like a, a masochist, like, wet dream. Yeah. It's like quantum lead HBO. Yeah, for real. <laughs> just endless... Just an end... Staircases. It's like the old school beatdowns. Where was Scott Bakula land next? Anywhere where that's an ass whooping. <laughs> just a beating. I always, uh, always like to think that uh, Patrick Stewart would beat the shit out of him every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Stewart sort of... But God, bow! <laughs> Forget your lines again. I'll slap you even fucking harder. Don't even look at me. <laughs> God, that would be a that would be a fucking story. What if Patrick Stewart was involved? <laughs> I was in Star Trek in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> yeah, fuck. He's just waiting in his dressing room. Yeah. Hello, Scott. Just doing a shit ton of blow. So Amy like, doing so blow off his head. kind of like the conspiracy of the Kennedy. Just to add on, just you know, compound on it. You know, you have uh, the death of Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Uh, you have the later deaths of Robert Kennedy, who was running for president. Uh, during one of his speeches, he was told mid-speech that Martin Luther King had killed in Memphis. Um, and he says that out to the crowd. And it's a very kind of a visceral fucking video because he's like, uh, I'm ready to inform you that Martin Luther King was shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. And the whole crowd's just fucking losing it. They're like, God damn, I'm crying and shit. And not much later, he's killed in a fucking hotel kitchen by a was, Sirhan Sirhan. Was he Syrian, uh, Lebanese, or was uh, he Jordanian? He, I think he was Jordanian. But that's what I think. One too. of the favorite quotes from Sirhan Sirhan was, "If Robert Kennedy was alive, he'd forgive me." It's just like, "Wow, you dumbass! Maybe you shouldn't have shot him." <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that bad of a guy. He was all right. And then not long after that, Ted Kennedy uh, uh-huh. kills a girl. <laughs> And at this time, is there, is there sister? I believe it's I believe, bottomized. Uh, yeah, so I believe yeah that happens during the time of Robert Kennedy. I That's believe. what I thought. Uh, because uh, Joe Kennedy, the father, had got a lot of backlash from the family. Like, how could you do that to your own child? It actually happened during the time of JFK. Because that's uh, that kind of boasted JFK's uh, idea of mental health care in the yeah. country. Um, and I will say, health care in this country was a lot different Huh. Uh, in the in this, uh, you know, I remember talking to remember when uh, Obama was running for his second term and healthcare came on the books and they were talking about death panels uh, and everything. And uh, as someone who did dialysis for six and a half years, I delved into the history of dialysis. There was literally a death panel in the '60s for people on dialysis because a hospital would only have one machine, Holy and so they would kind of like roll craps. Um, like who who had that who had the, the the ability to use a dial? They just machine. wheel out a chalkboard and start taking fucking bets and who's gonna. Yeah, and first. there's a very visceral like black and white Fuck. video about this. Like they, it's kind of like a cancer panel. You know, it's just like hey, give me or like a transplant panel. It's like hey, we gonna save this dude today or just let him die? I don't know, man. This oh one guy, God. this thirty year old guy with a family of two versus you know this two year old boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a death panel back in the day. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize and that. And, like, 
because of what happened to Rosalind Kennedy, Rose Kennedy, uh, you, know, you had a big push for sanitariums, asylums, stuff like that. Um, and that's actually like in history, in the history of America. Oh yeah. Why you don't see a lot of people with Down syndrome in the '60s and the '50s? They're all locked up. They're all locked the fuck up. No, where Jer- Geraldo Rivera comes along, exposes all that shit yeah. with like the cropsy people. <laughs> you you want to get like we could actually do a podcast on um, on a place called since we're on this topic is a place called uh, Elon, um, which Elaine School. Up in Maine. I yeah. was watching the whole documentary on... Uh, we beat your kids until they're happy. You saw <laughs> the same documentary then, where they're doing that, that also the Eastern uh, the eastern State had gotten converted into a uh, mm-hmm. mental asylum uh, at yeah. that time, because this was in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, a local hospital up north where I'm from, in Statesville, North Carolina, uh, just turned one of their hospitals into a sanitarium. Fucking Christ. There's two hospitals in the whole county. One is now a sanitarium. <laughs> but Elan would be a fun thing to go, kind of go yeah. into. But, like, do you think... Like, what is the craziest one you think who would be involved? I, other than homosexuals. <laughs> I, I, I think, like, the whole concept of the them saying that it was the mob, the Secret Service, and the CIA all kind of in cahoots with one another. Cahooting. Basically, cahooting behind the scenes. Um, personally, just watching the evidence, my, my theory is probably going to sound crackpot and, you know, uh, fucking... It's your aluminum. theory. It's conspiracy, man. It all sounds nuts. It, it, I like to think that it was those three, but the KGB was watching. Okay. I feel like the KGB, probably an agent may have approached somebody in the CIA, somebody higher up, maybe a phone call on a certain, on a secured line, mm. etc. Some way of getting out of the public eye and away from prying eyes was well, like, hey, we heard about what you're planning on doing. We want to make sure it follows through because, yeah. you know, Vietnam was going to be profitable for both sides when you think about it. You're, like you're arms stealing. Yeah, yeah. It's, pro- it's a proxy war except America put troops on the ground. However, Russia did put troops there too, the Spetsnaz. You ever seen a real... Uh, Chinese AK um, from Vietnam? I have not, actually. I got to hold one one time. Uh, a buddy of mine, his brother died in Vietnam, but he had brought it back Damn. before he died. Uh, and it's got the commie star on the stock. And I'm just like, oh, this is a fucking North Vietnamese rifle. Like, this is a fucking... This has definitely killed a few people. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is got commie blood all over. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the joke I overheard. He's like, hey, man, we got some R-Van rifles for sale. Never been shot. Only dropped once. <laughs> See, God damn it. Like, and kind of going into it, because if you look at a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that was happening at that time, you know, you had disillusion in terms of people within the Warren Commission. You had people in the CIA and the Secret Service kind of getting pissed off at him as well, not mm. getting involved in combating communism following the failure of the Bay of Pigs. Mm. And also, since the Cuban Missile Crisis was fresh in everybody's heads, it was also one of those things where it's like, we can't have a president that's weak-minded it's kind of the same thing and when i think of like the organized crime figures that were involved too them helping out his brother and helping get kennedy elected too Mm. from you know either strong arming uh political like fake ballots swinging teamsters for campaign funding you know because they had the pension fund from the teamsters because of jimmy hoffa to take money out 
It was like a fucking it, it, mil, hundreds of millions of dollars at the mob's disposal. Yeah, like a piggy bank. And essentially, like Tony Soprano is to Janice. It basically, <laughs> basically the same kind of concept, you know. A fat and fucking it, piggy bank. And it was kind of a, a you scratch my back, I scratch yours because Joe Kennedy had involvements and ties with organized crime back when he was a bootlegger. But he also had ties to the Nazi Party as well. Yes, he did when he was ambassador to Britain. And that actually pissed off Meyer Lansky. That was one thing that actually. Uh, uh, sent Meyer Lansky off was uh, that sort of thing. Of what do you know, Maya? You fucking, you fucking <laughs> boss. Rig the World Series, you un-American fuck. <laughs> Fucked up because I have the same birthday as Shoeless Joe. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, go find a cornfield somewhere. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I'll call Kevin Costner and Ray Liotta and Ray Liotta. But <laughs> the fucked up thing is, I. I, I honestly think that all three were involved and the KGB was supervising to make sure it went through because it really seemed like a hit it seemed like an organized hit like what organized crime would do you would have 15 20 people on a street corner when they killed Paul Castellano when John Gotti was taken over they had like 30 guys on the fucking street watching the one spot yeah um I mean even in this situation you would have different cars I mean you're protecting a world leader so you'd probably have crash cars stuff like that some way to divert witnesses attention because if nobody's Mm -hmm dispersing out like we see in the Zebruder film there has to be something to make people fucking move so they're not paying attention yeah I I just think like as always there's just a practical answer of course where yeah he probably did get all fucking three shots I believe it I and, believe that and too and you know I bet I bet because the bullet didn't fucking explode he probably bounced in his fucking brain somewhere well, that's what happens with a, uh, a twenty-two round. That's that's it, usually it what bounces happens. a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you know, he's shooting an old Carcano Italian rifle. Yeah, that was way out of date too. And it's like, well, you know, you get what you get. You get that's back, that's, it's nineteen sixty-three, man. You can buy a gun from a book. <laughs> Just open that's it up. And it's there. Book, that was back when books mattered. Yeah, for real, and newspapers. Yeah, yeah it's like even Walter Cronkite's like taking his glasses off. Like Jesus Christ, why is it so small? <laughs> did you ever watch uh, your uh, Andy Griffith? Yeah, okay. of course. Do you know what Andrew Griffiths said when that happened? What? Goddamn Southerners. That's what he said after but- JFK was killed. Because <laughs> he's a staunch Democrat. <laughs> he's like, those goddamn Southerners killed him. <laughs> goddamn Hicks. Goddamn Hicks. <laughs> and their fucking rifles and shit. Uh, I got a friend who, who vehemently believes that John Johnson caused that shit. Uh, I could see that too. Yeah, just been like, nah, hey, hey, Fitz. This guy's what he called JFK. Hey, Fitz, drop the top down, wind in your hair. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> I, give, I give him a weird New York accent. <laughs> but it's the same concept. Yeah. Drop right. the top down, wind in your hair. It's beautiful today, isn't Show it? Show everybody that gorgeous piece of ass. Look at that. You're buried too. Uh, not the one you've been fucking. Not I'm sorry, Jackie. Not, I know that hits a little too close to home, but I'm a jokester. We, not the one we killed, but the one you've been fucking. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, man, the story of this Lyndon Johnson is like his stupid fucking things, like whipping his dick out and peeing on people. Like, <laughs> what, why should we go to Vietnam? Because Bargo says... <laughs> oh! No. He forced, like, senators to go... Like, what, what bothers me is, like, after Kennedy died, like, let's be honest... He was having extramarital affairs. It was obvious. He was doing a lot of fucked up shit to his wife. He was doing a lot of good, though, for the country, too. Now, Johnson, on the, the other story hand... story of Bill Clinton. <laughs> he, like I said last, uh, last time we got together, JFK walked so Bill Clinton could run. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking, um, once Johnson came into office, uh, 
just a decade of weird. It was just a, not a decade, but it was a four years of just strangeness. Yeah. I mean, driving people into the water with a fucking car that could float, having his dick out, making people follow him into the bathroom to continue a conversation mm-hmm. while maintaining eye contact, mind you. Yeah. Like, it, it was just, I, I don't understand he how had he... big dick energy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the kids call it, big dick energy. <laughs> if he was alive today, he'd, he'd be the politician. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, who's that big Texan? I was just like, you know exactly who that is. Shut the fuck up. That's Big, that's big Dick Lynn. Yeah, he'd probably run Hollywood. Like, <laughs> his name's not, his last name's not Johnson, from just because that's his last name. Have you ever heard of the correlation between big dicks and cult leaders? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get along with that a little bit later on, but there's like a correlation of people with big dicks and people becoming cult leaders. Is this kind of similar to how uh, George Carlin's theory on how every war is fought over big dicks because everything's kind of shaped like a dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George calls also theory of everyone's got an Uncle David <laughs> with, a winning, yes. with a winning lotto ticket. <laughs> but yeah, man, like I you know, going into like the whole history of the JFK assassination, you're talking about if time travel existed, that's the turning point, you know? That really is the flashpoint in American history where everything really changed because at that time that's when you had that's when you had a lot more government involvement and a little bit of everything in daily life. Yeah, but uh, even even like in like security standards, like as much as much as we talk about JFK, FDR was targeted a million times, and yeah. he always drove with a fucking top down. No fucks given. Hey, right. polio is gonna kill me, so what do I care? <laughs> yeah, bring that bullet, motherfucker. I'll eat that son <laughs> of a bitch. I welcome it. <laughs> I'll eat it. Chuck. Chew it into a nail and use it to build the Blue Ridge Parkway. Hold him down. Let me run over his legs with my wheelchair. Bernard, (laughs) Bernard, get my crutches. (laughs) This son of a bitch is going to get it. And plus, he fucked his cousin. So there's that. (laughs) Crazy bastard. Oh, goddamn Roosevelt's man. Actually, I have a problem with that. Uh, I I don't believe, like, once you've had a family member or a direct family member in office as the president, you shouldn't be allowed to run for president. (laughs) No, I think that's kind of. Kind of like the Bushes, the Kennedys. The Clintons, the you, know, you, you kind of get that nepotism thing. The book, yeah, you get the uh, nepotism concept. I mean, they were cousins, but still, you know, it's, yeah, still it's really it's weird, really weird. It's weird, um, especially two mentalities all together. But really, kind of going into what you were saying, you're not entirely wrong because you really had a lot more of uh, security standards completely changed at that time. I mean, you already had the Secret Service, but it became but a lot like, more rigid. But not only that, we another president was almost shot and killed not long later when Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Someone tried to kill Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Someone threw a shoe at George Bush. Hey, he dives that shit really nice, though. He was, because he was a cheerleader. Like, <laughs> he's got the, his moves. His moves. But, like, he's quick on his feet. Very quick on his feet. He probably had a quick bump, a, a nice Miller Genuine draft and some chicken wings. Had the joint, kind of mellow it all out. Yeah, yeah. You know, just George Bush. <laughs> not, not George W. Bush. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, this is... It bothers me that, you know, we look at it in hindsight always, you know, when we see terrible things happen. Oh, my God, how could they let two planes hit fucking skyscrapers? How could they let a president ride with the top down in a state he's not genuinely liked in? You know, why would you let him go to the theater? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of things add up. Who let the anarchist in the building? Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, my God, what a bunch of 
what a crapshoot this whole fucking thing is. And it's just like in hindsight, you're like, God damn, these guys were idiots. But back in the day, they're just like, hey, man, at least he didn't die watching a, a play. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And, and like, I feel like that was something that was ingrained in uh, a lot of uh, the American public, though, too, where it's like, hey, at least I'm not that guy. But it was like yeah. you gradually got something worse than what that guy got. Mm-hmm. That guy kind of got an easy way out when you think about it. Yeah. Because at that time, after JFK got killed, you know, that's when we had stuff like uh, Count and Tell Pro uh, coming into full swing. You had the Klan was fucking going nuts about that time too. Shortly thereafter, because they didn't really have a president that was heavy into civil rights. Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnson was, but Johnson was kind of doing that as a convenience thing because JFK already started. He just mm-hmm. wanted to get it out of the way. He wanted votes, as his quote says. Mm-hmm. Um, you had. Vietnam going into full swing, which completely changed warfare and American involvement in foreign co- in foreign countries and foreign conflict. Mm. That was one of America's first, you know, proxy wars that turned into what became Iraq and Afghanistan for us in the modern yeah. day. I think you know, as just a touchstone, it is the greatest conspiracy in American history, at least. I agree. Uh, in world history, you know, there's a lot more. Definitely. But, uh, you know, you have so many players on the board. Like, if it was a game of Monopoly, we're playing with a full set. You know, yeah. playing with eight people. But, like, KGB, Cuba, China, uh, the Klan, the Mafia, you know, his own vice president, you know, his Congress, the Joint Chiefs. You know, you got so many people that could be targets. And we don't think about it right now, but let's say, you know, in happenstance a president gets killed tomorrow who would you blame first based on what we know like do we blame a radical republican do we blame a extremist conservative nationalist do we blame like a liberal communist ties yeah, do we who, blame? Is it, who believes that the president isn't left enough yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's, it's 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 just a gen z is it millennial is it fucking a boomer that pops them all yeah for real because it, it really puts everything into perspective who where do we go from here and you don't think about it until it happens it's like you know same with the 9-11 when we talked about it you know the tsa you know they weren't thinking about that shit the last, the last hijacking was in fucking Africa, yeah, in Uganda, of yeah. all places, and the Jew and the Jews of Israel took care of that shit real quick. Very fucking like, quick. You know what I'm saying? No like, survivors. It's like, it's like okay, they they solved that. It's just like, but anyone just crashing, and you know, causing this mass confusion. Not only of suspects, uh, you have to rely on the Texas police, marshals, and then you have to rely on the Secret Service to kind of rally. To find out what would the bullet come from? Is there any witnesses? And the story of Zapruder himself is terrible. They dragged his ass in. They dragged his ass in and held his held his film uh. and watched it. Like put it back, you know, put it like put it on and watched it. And two of the two Secret Service guys are in there watching it, trying to see if they could see the shooter in the film. And they're just like, God damn. And Zapruder like had to get a lawyer and everything to get everything back because. It's evidence, but he wasn't like they held him and detained him like he was being charged with it. But it was because he had evidence. And see that—that's you're, you're treating him like he was an accomplice to the crime. It's not that you're treating that him would as, be the conspiracy. Yeah, Zapruder was you know, asked to film it to give to the Russians because that <laughs> would be that would be fucking nuts. Yeah. I, thinking about that, but that time would be... traveling Danny DeVito would stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Time traveling Jack Ruby. 
just marched across time. <laughs> I dropped my mag. <laughs> I dropped my monster. I gave Nero my DMT. I gave Nero DMT and he burnt Rome to the ground. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> There's a story of Danny DeVito time traveling like a fucking Doctor Who. <laughs> Listen, you got to stop giving political leaders and various <laughs> historical figures drugs, all yeah. right? It's fucking everything up. It's fucking everything. You, you, gave, you gave Joseph Stalin crack cocaine, and he ripped the feathers off of a chicken to show Churchill, like, in a power move. Yeah. And <laughs> that, Churchill's just smoking a cigar, like, what the fuck are you and doing? And now bro? he's got a drinking problem yeah. because of it. But uh, <laughs> just to end off the episode, since we were talking about Russians, have you heard what happened in Russia recently? Well, I've been hearing that Ukraine has been pushing back against Russia, but I heard about the Russian oil guard that just died. Yeah, he had some choice words to say about uh, the Ukraine war, and uh, he fell out of a window. Oh, did he now? Yeah. There's a word for that called defenestration. <laughs> we talked about that once, what yeah. that word really means. It means one thing. But the second meeting is throwing a motherfucker out of the window. Yeah, that's what you get for telling people about the LSD that's some, test, that's motherfucker. That's some fucking long shank shit from Braveheart. Like, fuck. <laughs> Why don't you advise me on this situation? Just, just chuck him out of a window. And I was talking to somebody about that. I was just like, yeah, yeah, he, no, he fell. Like, he straight up fell. And they're like, and he's like, how'd he fall? He's like, he fell. He just, he's like, just deadpan that shit. Just, he fell. Just like that guy that Dick Cheney shot. He fell. <laughs> he, he fell onto the bullet. <laughs> you have anything else you want to say? No, Mr. Vice President. No, Mr. Vice President. That's Mr. President to you. Wait, wait what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, Mr. You're President. Sure. <laughs> well, that concludes our dumbass episode about JFK. I mean, the, it could have went all different directions, but it's se- big. Oh, yeah, this could have been a four-parter. Yeah, but, for real. <laughs> but we all know the truth. The Secret Service killed him. Way to go, Jeff. Way to go, Jeff. <laughs> and his secret M16 that's never been found. <laughs> Give me that. You'll get it back when you deserve to get it back. <laughs> Join us next time when we talk about a time traveling Danny DeVito. <laughs> and kills Abraham. And Christopher Walken. And Christopher Walken, who killed uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> By mistake. By mistake. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.